ESPN 690 and Action Sports Shacks presents Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau. We're going to have to show a little more patience than the year two pom-pom people. Casey Kurtz. Yo! Well, what are we doing, bro? Come on! And Aaron Schachter. I'm, I'm all in favor of these two showing their love, really celebrating their relationship. This is Brent and Friends with Brent Martineau, Casey Kurtz, and Aaron Schachter on Jacksonville's home for ESPN Radio, ESPN 690. Hey, we're live at Spring Sports Brewery in Springfield. Always good to be out here on a Thursday. Hope to see you out here in the next couple of hours. It's 7 o'clock. We have Jaguars All Access. Rayshon Jenkins coming off a big game. That defense pitching a shutout. Josh Allen always here on Thursdays on the show. So far, we've had fantastic guests. We've had Trayvon Walker with Josh and Christian Kirk last week. And by the way, they got the All Access bump as well. Uh, because both played well after appearing on the show. So hopefully that happens for Rayshon Jenkins. And Josh Allen continues to play well, off to a heck of a start. And maybe we're taking that part for granted. Brent Mortno, Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz. Aaron, I'm not sure we're talking about Josh Allen enough. Two forced fumbles, two sacks to start off a big year. He seems like he's coming up with big-time plays early in the season. Certainly. And it's only going to get better as the defense plays better together. you got guys like Trayvon getting his first games under his belt. You got guys like uh, Aluakin, Devin Lloyd, Muma learning how to play with each other and causing some, some, uh, some, some consternation for the quarterback. You got that secondary that looks so good right now early on. I mean, it's only going to get better from here, I think. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's uh, see what Patrick Young has to say about these Jags. Maybe he's been watching on Sundays and likes the way they're playing. We welcome Patrick Young into the show, former Gators basketball player, Jacksonville guy, played at the Providence School for the Stallions, of course. Uh, terrific basketball career. And uh, we uh, we want to share Patrick's story with you uh, over the next uh, 10 minutes or so. But before that, how about, uh, how about those Jags, Patrick? How about those Jags? Hey, i, I got to tell you. When I first started working with SEC Network uh, this past year, I let it be known that I'm a diehard Jags guy. Uh, I was actually even put into one of the promos because I was there with, doing a, a pregame tailgate, and uh, it popped up on Twitter. And, and I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm true through and through, and they, they give me a hard time often, but I don't care. You know, I've been, I've been born and raised in Jacksonville, love my team. Uh, I, I, through the struggles and all, just uh, – proud that you know my grandparents were actually season ticket holders since the beginning so that's why it's been instilled in my veins so just uh hopefully you can string some wins together this season and keep building right yeah they're not going to give you a hard time much longer man soon they're going to be uh, yeah. wanting to ask you for tickets <laughs> yeah if it sounds like a plan yeah for sure <laughs> uh, and, uh, have you always been uh big football fan it's obviously you, your basketball career so you're embedded in that but how, uh, how big of a football fan were you at Florida? And obviously you just talked about the Jags a bit. Well, yeah, I was a big time. Yeah, my, my grandparents, they are Gators and Jaguars fans through and through. Um, yeah, since 95 in the beginning, they were season ticket holders for both for a while. So they were having some great Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, and for me, just my, my parents, even though they, they like to let me watch the game of football, they never let me play. Uh, but I have a profound respect for the game, for the guys that throw their bodies out there. I think I could have done some damage myself. <laughs> yes, but, yes, you could uh, have. <laughs> my, my, my dad was just adamant, and my mother uh, against me playing football, so it just never happened for me. But uh, during my recruiting uh, visits to Florida under Coach Donovan, I went to a bunch of games. I was I was not going to let uh, the opportunity to see Tim Tebow and that 
amazing squads for free passing me by. <laughs> Brandon James running punch back. You know, I, I, I had to. I was just from football and the love for the game. I was just like, I, I have to be here. I have. To. And then I went my freshman year to a few games, and I'm like, man, this is way too hot. <laughs> Way too hot. So I, I, I get comfortable watching from the uh, air conditioning and from the middle of my couch. That's nowadays. the way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's way. By the way, six foot nine, almost like it's too big for football. Like you know, like yeah, you, you really don't play. see guys like that playing football. Yeah, I, I don't know if you could like tight end. Is that too big? Like, did anybody ever say that to you? Like, yeah, you're actually too tall to play football. <laughs> Well, well, weren't, weren't there like two linebackers that Clemson had a few years ago that were six foot seven, eight, six foot yeah, eight, you can, nine? Defensive that ends, probably. Drafted? Yeah, defensive ends. I think uh, probably you could, Calais was what was Calais six foot eight? I think when he was around here playing for the Jags. So you could do it for, probably on the defensive side. So yeah, maybe uh, yeah, yeah, maybe that would have been. <laughs> um, I don't hey, Patrick, know. Yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead. Patrick Young visiting with us uh, here on ESPN 690. And uh, if you if follow Patrick, you follow the Gage, you follow anything locally around here, he's been sharing his story uh, recently. We're going to get into that right now. And by the congratulations on your recent marriage. That's uh, uh, one of the great things that, that happened this summer for you, even amidst some tragedy. Uh, you loving being married or what? Thank you. Oh, yeah. It's actually, uh, this is kind of a weird day today for my wife and I, just that uh, – I had to, we had a bunch of appointments and it kind of, they, they all around just kind of unscheduled, but I was like, you know what? I'm just so happy that you and I just got to hang out and spend time together because you know, doing this on my own would definitely be different and I get to be with the person I love uh, and we spend the time together. So it wasn't that bad, uh, but no, being married has been amazing. We have a beautiful, wonderful 10-year-old uh, daughter as well and being having the chance to spend time with her and become a father has been one of the greatest blessings of my life. Yeah, good for you guys. Uh, well, this the story goes back to when you were about to get married. Uh, you were out in Nebraska, uh, Patrick, and and tell us what happened, uh, the accident, and and um, you know, as a result of that, that really kind of changed your life yeah. uh, for the time. Yeah, being. yeah, man. Uh, you know, and that's that's my just message uh, from my story of being in a car accident that you don't know what tomorrow holds, but live each moment you know the best gift that you can give yourself is to be present in the moment uh because uh yeah i was doing some work on the side uh, up in nebraska while I was preparing for the ma my, our marriage and really enjoyed it actually some manual labor uh some things that that i haven't had a chance to do always had jobs where i was com even basketball you know i'm playing basketball indoors in the air conditioning but doing something outside with my hands making some money on the side and then one day 10 days before the wedding got into a car accident ended up uh, flipping over into a ditch uh, off of a dirt road and um, fractured my T7 and T8 in my back and immediately just knew that my life was going to be different uh, for the time being. But the message I just tell myself and have been through this entire thing, it's just outlast the temporary, outlast it. You know, I'm not saying it's always going to be thriving. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. But having the people around you and having the mindset that this too shall pass, whatever, because the worst part was the beginning. And slowly, each day, as the prognosis became better and better, and as I have a, I'm not going to say a clear path, but I do have a path to recovery, uh, that I just need to outlast those days that are tough. Uh, and just using my message in the midst, in the middle, in the midst of this journey to focus on positivity, the things I can't control, like I said before, being a good husband, being a good uh, father, 
being a good son, um, the best of my abilities, and just speaking positivity through my social channels for hopefully instilling some gratitude in everyone's hearts and just, hey, you know, be the best you can be in today. Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about yesterday. Be the best where you are right now. Patrick, I got to ask you because... Candidly speaking, I don't always consider myself uh, a glowing beam of positivity. And so when I see positive people around, I always look at them and admire them for the, uh, the, the way they can look at the world and see things on the brighter side all the time. Is that something you find yeah. yourself having to give effort to? Does it come naturally to you, or is that something that you really had to work at? Well, I've, I've, I've said this quite often since um, every time I had a chance to share my story. And I think this holds so true. And for everyone listening, the seed, there, there's a positive and a negative seed uh, that are planted within our lives every day. And we get to decide which, which seed are we going to plant. And for the majority of my life, with things that have come, I've decided to plant, to water that positive seed. So when something like this tragic or a crisis, this adversity face, you know, that I was really faced with, because I had so much deposit in, in that, that seed had been nourished and filled up, to the best of his ability, it, it grew a lot more than that negative seed had a chance to. So I did have my days where it was it was tough, but because I placed those habits and looking at the things that I can't control and the positives and not focusing on what I don't have, practicing gratitude, it just makes seeing the life through the spiritual lenses, through the, the lenses of gratitude, it really just makes life so much sweeter because you know, you know, not to be morbid, but seriously, we don't know how much time we have. So I, I rather use my days focusing on the positive than the negative. Patrick Young with us here on ESPN 690, Brent and Friends uh, in the 5 o'clock hour. And, uh, listen, I don't want to assume everybody knows Patrick Young. He's a star on the basketball court at Providence and, and for the Florida Gators, then had some time in the pro ranks as well, uh, but really is a star person. And everybody that knows him, and we've covered him, um, and some know him better than, than even me, and, and everybody would say that. So I guess this isn't surprising, but at the same time, Patrick, I, I look at that time frame for you. I try to put myself in, in your shoes a little bit, and that's an emotional time already. You're about yeah. to get married, a lot of fun, a lot of things happening in your life, and then this happens and, and uh, this accident, and you're paralyzed uh, at least now yeah. for, from the waist down. Um, I am just a little – I've covered a lot of different stories, and I just can't uh, – I, I, I can't explain how encouraging it is yet also powerful it is that you're willing just a short time later from that to have already embraced what happened to you and share messages uh, of this. I guess I shouldn't be surprised by that, but that's that's not common, and I'm sure a lot of people have yeah. told you that, right? Yeah, no, uh, I have heard that a lot. Um, just people, it, even in the sense of people wanting to approach me and talk to me about what happened, not knowing how I would, how soon I'd want to talk about what's happened it's like hey man there's no running from it but i'm in a position where i can i get to write the narrative and yeah brent like if you would have told me before the accident how i would have handled it i have no idea to tell you that uh by the grace of god by having my family and, and i mean it's so cool how things kind of lined up my surgeon was actually a gator so uh <laughs> i had to share that nugget in there uh, yeah, great karma. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just choose joy. I just choose that, that you know, my, my good friend of mine, Jimmy Dykes, he, he covers college basketball for ESPN. He said something to me that really stood out to me on my perspective and reframing my mind. 
in relation to this, and he's like, hey, would, could you have imagined that, you know, two years ago or however long ago, God knew that you were going to get the job with ESPN and that you would face this accident, and he knew you would use it to his glory. Could you imagine that he entrusted you with this this platform? And I'm like, I mean, I didn't think of it that way, but when you say that, it kind of gives me excitement to know that I have this platform to use for influence and to point people to a, a meaningful message, not just about, I don't know, whatever it may be, but I feel like pointing towards something so meaningful and making, giving me even more purpose uh, in such a short amount of time, that's what's driving me and is going to continue to drive me every single day. Yeah, Pat, we're talking about the impact to your life and what happened, uh, and obviously you're the main character of your story, but... You know, your family gets impacted as well. Can you talk a little bit about the changes that they've endured with you and, and how they're handling it? Yeah, yeah. No, so, you know, first thing, my wife, she was, we got married July uh, 7th, uh, two days before we would have got, we got married at the hospital, and she was with me the entire time. I think she went home just once to go and get some stuff, drove drove from Sioux Falls. I bet she'd never want to leave your side ever again. No, no, she didn't, and, and she's handled everything so well. Uh, and then my mother, my mother was there for a, a, a really long time as well, um, almost the whole time I was there in South Dakota and in uh, Denver. Um, my dad, it was really tough on my dad just because, you know, he, my dad just looks up, I say looks up to me, but he's just so proud of me and just uh, the man that I've become and, you know, thinking about how me going through this was, was really tough on him, but him being able to see how I mentally handle things and my focus has really encouraged him. I am just so grateful that for the back, the medical background, my mom being a nurse, my sister being a physical therapist, there was just a non, like I, going back to the positive thing, being positive in this scenario, I hadn't had any time to be negative. And just, cause there's just so much love and freedom for me to be vulnerable around my family. Uh, when I did have those days where I struggled, but also like my wife would just say, hey, like, let's go toughen up you know this is where we are do you believe do you believe let's go let's uh, push yourself to say control this narrative control the story and I've just been so motivated by my family and then you know my daughter just wanted to be an example for her how to handle trials when they come your way I think that's been the driving force for me uh, in all this and it's made but it's brought my family so much closer together yeah, Patrick Young with us on ESPN 690. He's going to be an inspiration, already is, and, and will continue to be. Uh, where is this headed for you? I know you're working at Brooks Rehabilitation. Uh, those folks are yep. awesome, and, and uh, you'll continue to do that and get, uh, well, stronger and stronger. What is, can you yep. give us a little insight on the prognosis potential um, with today's science and your work ethic and, and what else could happen, yeah. but also what you want to do next with this because you are using a platform and I know you have, right. a, I talked to you a couple of weeks ago, you have a bunch of different ideas uh, and you probably haven't even narrowed that down yet, but, but where yeah, are you going to yeah. take this journey next, I guess, Patrick? Well, I'll, I guess the first thing to address is Brooke. Um, I'm, I, what a wonderful facility, uh, first off. Uh, it's a not-for-profit hospital, so want to give Thanks to every donor that continues to help that place run and all the physical therapists and doctors. They do a fantastic job over there. I'm at the Neuro Recovery Center. Um, they've treated me so well and they've given me just great hope in what I'm doing there. Um, I, I'm got approved for this day program where I'll be there five hours a day just pushing myself and um, to get better because in this process, a researcher told me 
you have to train for this like you train for the Olympics. So the, the Olympics are like, think about that preseason training camp, you know, where this is like all you do until the season starts, but it's like you got to do this year-round. You want to spark that, that nervous system going again because the, the issue is not that there's a lack of muscle. It's the, the lack of communication uh, down the spinal cord to the body parts that were injured. Like below the spinal cord is fine. Above the spinal cord of the injury is fine. It's just a little bit of uh, the communication there. But, you know, I've been able to move my legs. I've been able to move my toes. been able to twitch muscles. It's just going to take a process for those signals to continue uh, to get better. But in the meantime, as I'm going through this journey, uh, we're going to, you know, eventually there's going to be a, a book. There's going to be, because, uh, you know, and I want to make a, a documentary because, you know, to have a book is great, but it still kind of can leave some doubt for people to think that just because I was this athlete that I was able to dominate this. No, like I have days where I really struggle, but I'm pushing through that. And within all of these things, um, just recently I was able to speak to, the UF men's basketball team uh, this this past uh, Tuesday, uh, and just to inspire them to hey, don't waste your life, don't waste your time, don't leave the University of Florida when you only have 500 hours of practice this year, you know, 30 games top, and once that final buzzer goes off, that's it. And with the transfer portal and how crazy things are now, new coaches, new completely different teams, the sooner everyone can let go of the external and just buy into the internal chemistry of this team, the further it's going to go. And they have a great coach, Coach Ty Golden, fantastic man, great energy and confidence, knows the game so well. Can't wait to see what he's going to do. you got a super senior in Colin Castleton with the Gators this year. Should be first team All-SEC. Hopefully he stays healthy this year and helps the Gators make the tournament. But, you know, I look back at my time in Florida, and I, like, I wasted my freshman year because I just had too much pride that I was going to – Brent, I was going to tell Coach Donovan, two-time national champion, <laughs> how he should coach me. <laughs> that he, he didn't know how – I mean, he had Al Horford, Chris Richards, Torian Green, uh, Joe Tim Noah, and I was like, no, Coach, I am going to be the one to tell you how to coach me. So I ended up, as you can imagine, that didn't go well. <laughs> life lessons, baby, life lessons. <laughs> life lessons. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it's – it's, I don't know what's going to happen next, but I'm just going to make the most out of each day. And in, in sight of all of those things, fo- number one focus is being a great husband and a great father. Yeah, good for you, man. Uh, we're proud of the way you're handling it, and, and your message is going to be important for so many people, uh, whether it's uh, that have to deal with things that you're dealing with or other things. And I know you'll be an inspiration and a powerful uh, person be a lot of people's lives so keep up the good work and and i do want to ask you one more question i'm, I'm sorry we're keeping yeah. you longer than i told you no, so hopefully fine. you don't have something no to, uh, to get to but uh I, I wanted your perspective on something and I, I i thought you might be able to have it anthony richardson the quarterback of the gators he yeah. he has all this pressure on him he comes out of the gates and he's awesome in game one and then the last two games has not been very good and even looks like maybe his confidence has gone a little bit. I just wonder, as a guy who played big-time college basketball, had a lot of success, and there was pressure on you at times, how, how hard is it to handle what he's probably handling in today's day and age, social media, the attention, uh, how big Gator football is, how big SEC football yeah. is? I, I mean, can you, can you layman's terms it to the rest of us who never have had to well, deal with that? <laughs> Well, well, Brent, it's it is it's extremely hard. But guess what? You're the quarterback. Like, it's not 
no, there's nothing new under the sun when it comes to this position that you are the one that runs the team. But there's also the the, the added uh, factor of NIL where there's this expectation as you're signing these deals that because you uh, signed all this money, and, and I, I think he deserves every penny because if they're going to pay you, take the money. Uh, but you don't want those things to influence your work ethic. Once you become, you know, you achieve that level, you don't stop working. You know, I don't know what's going behind closed doors, but also his focus, let, you know, let the fans be the fans. Let the coaches be the coaches. Let, let the fans have their criticisms and us, whatever it may be, but don't lose sight of the ones that can help you get back to form and get better. Because as soon as you start listening to that external noise, then you start doubting yourself. Then you start thinking, I can't. Maybe I can't do this. Maybe I've lost my my touch. But you know, Anthony, he's a young guy. This is first year starting. You know, starting the year off as a starter. I think he's needed more games under his belt in general. But in order to find that confidence back, all you have to practice extremely hard. You know, you can't take any rep for granted. And yeah, I mean, he has looked like he struggled it. In the, the game against Kentucky, I was just, he never pulled it. I think he pulled it and ran on the three option one. And I'm just like, man, is the guy hurt? Because, I mean, this, his athleticism, he can average five to six yards per carry and just really, but then, you know, missing those easy throws as well. And that's, that's the signs of a guy that is just kind of all doubting himself right now. So, and I hope he had a great week of practice. Tennessee is not going to be an easy game. I'll tell you that. And they, they, you know, we've owned them for a long time. So, they, they want some revenge over those last 20-something years that we were beating their butts. And then, um, but, you know, have some grace for the kid. He's doing the best of his ability. He's just got to get out of this rut somehow. Yeah, well, uh, I guess the biggest lesson is he better not tell Billy Napier how he wants to practice and how it's going to be done, right? That's the lesson. No, he better not make that mistake. <laughs> I learned that one. I learned that coach pushed me super hard, and I will do whatever you say. There you go. Patrick Young, man. Hey, keep sharing your story. We'll see you on SEC Network. Basketball season right around the corner. And open invitation anytime you want to come on, man. Great to talk to you. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you, guys. All right. That's Patrick Young, uh, former Providence basketball star, uh, former Gator basketball star, and and, uh, on his way to inspiring a bunch of folks. Uh, Super young man. Now 30 years old, uh, Patrick Young, and uh, he'll beat this this, uh, latest challenge and hurdle. Uh, in his life for sure, so we'll be all thinking about him. All right, let's take a break from uh, String Sports Brewer. Getting closer and closer to uh, Jaguars All Access, of course, and that comes up at 7 o'clock on CBS 47. There we have baseball, Yankees, Red Sox on Fox 30. Aaron Judge going for a little history. You can watch that as well on Fox 30. You can watch us on Jaguars All Access and... By the way, Jaguars All Access is presented by Fields Auto Group. You don't know if Kenny Pickett is going to make you better. You don't know how the team may rally around him. I think it's worth testing that out, right? Like, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of a quarterback when you can get a spark or when you can change potentially a dynamic of your offense. You go with that. You try to get it done. And everything that I've known about Mike Conley is that winning is the most important thing. And I cannot, based on these two weeks um, that we've seen Mr. Trubisky say that Mike Tomlin feels like this is a better situation than going ahead and going with Kenny Pickett. 
Marcus Spears with a bad take oh. uh, right there. ESPN's Marcus Spears. <laughs> a lot of Trubisky hate in the air. Yeah, listen, it just if you don't know good football, you don't know it. And that's that's fair enough. You don't understand what you have until it's gone. Listen, fan of Kenny Pickett, but Mitch Trubisky is the guy right now in Pittsburgh, as he should be. Brent and friends, Brent Martineau, Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz. On a Thursday, we have another pick segment in which I'm losing. <laughs> That is not you're, the norm for me. Yeah, you're losing every angle this year. I'm on the physically radio. not winning anything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty bad right <laughs> Tough now. Tough year. Yeah, man. Um, and just because it's a horrible football game doesn't mean that the picks will stop. Uh, does anybody know the records off the top of their heads, other than me, who's looking at it on the screen? I am seven and zero. We've only picked twice. <laughs> That's why it's very spectacular. <laughs> I think I'm one and one. Yeah, well, we have, uh, by the way, just to confirm, if, if you're new here, we did this last year uh, with Austin. I lost that one. Uh, it was the only thing I lost last year because I won the overall picks, and uh, we never paid it off fully, Brent. I'm not sure what happened there. What, but, was, uh, the, what was the prize? What, what we never had was, really decided. It was kettle corn. But I never. Wow. all I know is I never paid it up, which was awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, so this year maybe we, we work on paying it up even though I am uh, behind. But, yes, you guys are both one and one. And I'm 0-2. So, do you want to make the picks now, or do you want to talk about the game a little bit? Well, let's, let's talk about the yeah, game a little bit. let's talk about the game a little bit. I did just mention kettle corn, by the way, and I swear I thought this was you guys, uh, Casey. I got uh, kettle corn texting me today. Said, just got a phone call from a woman whose husband bought her, brought her back uh, my kettle corn from the golf event. She had to know where she can buy more. Oh, Said she loves kettle corn. That was some of the best she's ever had. Front porch kettle corn, by the way, is where you get it. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder if that was Amanda. Uh, Amanda it, it, Amanda had a bag, and uh, Amanda's sister Alyssa is with us right now, staying with us. So um, Alyssa had a bag, and uh, I had a bag, so we're down a few bags. But no, uh, Making it rain kettle corn in the Kurtz house. I'm just hoping that there's still some left when I get home because uh, they are big fans of the kettle corn. Listen, now, I've never had kettle corn, or at least I don't think I had had kettle corn before. And I was like, what the big deal is? And then you guys had me eat some, and I was like, I think you I went tried to, to... Tried to say kettle corn was popcorn. Right. It's not the same. Yeah, well, yesterday like, after the show, we're all just chit-chatting for like 15 minutes. I dusted off <laughs> half an entire bag. I, I watched that happen. It sure did happen. I did watch that mouth. happen. Wow. That was good uh, stuff. Anyway, from kettle corn to the browns. <laughs> kettle corn, way better. Much better. Way better. Uh... I don't, man. I don't know this. I don't like either team. I think each team is is really average, and I'm just kind of wondering two things: Is Mike Tomlin going to coach him up to be what he always is, which is 500 or better, which can't be 500 anymore in the NFL? Dumbly. I guess you could. You could be like eight, eight and one, um, and that's doable probably Absolutely. the way they're going to play. <laughs> and uh, or and the Browns, where are they going to be when Deshaun Watson comes back? Because I know we've forgotten about that storyline, but Deshaun Watson is coming back in week 12 so like every win matters for Cleveland because if they hand it off to Watson in a pretty good situation well now we might be talking about the back end of the year the Browns being a contender guys what happens if they hand it off to Watson and it starts to go south immediately well that would be interesting too right like what if and you know what's going to happen here it's like Brissett's going to be playing his best football the three right. games yes. before they're about to right. hand it off, to Watson. it off yeah definitely always happens mm. 
Hmm. Now, maybe not, Casey. <laughs> eh, does he have his best football? I don't know. Listen, I've said this the whole time about the Browns. Everyone else wants to talk about how great the roster is and all the players. They have. I don't think the Browns are very good. They have a few good players. Nick Chubb is very good. He's getting hate for scoring touchdowns, which is an odd thing from Browns fans who couldn't score touchdowns for 85 years. So, hey, when a guy scores, maybe don't get on him and try to figure out how to recover an onside kick. That should be really your beef. But... They've got a few good players, not a lot of good players. Yes, the Deshaun Watson point is a good one. I just don't think this is a very talented team. Here's here's what I'm looking at right now. The Cleveland Browns secondary has been absolutely putrid thus far into the season, two games in. Luckily for them, the medicine has arrived <laughs> in the form of Mitchell Trubisky. Shut up. That and the fact that Miles Garrett is looking like he's going to play tonight. One of the few good players on their team. Yeah. Well, uh, the... I, here's, I, was, I can't get off the whole Deshaun Watson thing. I was thinking, who's going to get to the start first, Pickett or Deshaun Watson? I think Pickett will start first. Deshaun Watson. Wow. Easy. Easy. You know, <laughs> I, love, I love Casey, man. He died, when he's got a hill, man, he's dying on it, he which will. I appreciate. He'll die that. a thousand deaths on this oh, one. Yeah. I will. Poor Mitchell I wonder, who, like, I wonder what the Vegas, before he wakes up. I wonder what the Vegas odds are on that question that I just asked. Right. Be good to find out. Yeah, I bet Pickett's the heavy favorite. But they, they, Vegas is wrong sometimes. Yeah, they are. Certainly are. All right, let's pick this son of a gun. All right, well, since I'm the loser, as uh, mentioned earlier in the segment. Could have just stopped at loser. It would have been fine. Well, you know, uh, specifically for this Thursday night football thing, I'm the loser. All the the other ones still uh, yet to be seen. Uh, So that means I get to pick first, and I will pick the Steelers plus four and a half. So the spread is now off the table. So somebody just has to pick who's going to win, and the over-under is... 38 Brent, I got the easy NFL one. NFL football game. I got the easy one last time, so you take... Uh, no, you go. You go. I'll, be, I'll be last. You, you still got, like, newcomer, gracious hosts kind right. of stuff. Well, uh, I don't like taking the easy road, as everyone who's ever known me would be able to tell you. So I'll go ahead and uh, do the over-under here. Casey, what was that number again? 30? 30 38. 38. I'll take the under on that one. That's a solid under from me today. I don't know that both teams will be in double digits when this thing is done. I think I saw, like, Thursday Night Football, I read something at uh, 40, no, no, wouldn't have been 40. Uh, 40 points are under. It's 18 and 5, the under. By the way, Thursday Night Football. another wow. fact on the over-under, uh, Aaron is going back-to-back weeks on the under. If you want to talk about wow. a real loser, this guy Oh, yeah, you guys under. hate betting the under, huh? It's just yeah, a weak hate move. It. Hate it. What, what is it a what weak did you move? Pick? What did you pick, Casey? Four and a half uh, with the Steelers. So you just got to tell me who's going to win. got to pick a winner. Oh, man. It's actually the uh, hardest question of the night. It really it is. You know what? It is. It is the hardest <laughs> one. I'll, uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. I think the Browns do win the game, and uh, I'll take Cleveland. I love home teams on Thursday nights. I'm not always right. I think there used to be a better trend for that, but I still love home teams on Thursday nights, so I'm going to take the Browns, especially if it's like a pick'em game. So we are talking about a world in which Jacoby Brissett has the Browns in first place in the AFC North with the Ravens and the Bengals and the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to not like a pretty soft schedule, and really they could easily be 3-0 and after this one. You know? I mean, I do know. So, <laughs> I do know. As you know. <laughs> but uh, so we'll take that pick. That is, you know what's wild to me, guys, is you've got Cleveland, who, again, some people think they're better than Casey thinks they are. You have Pittsburgh, who's always seemingly good. And this quarterback matchup is, like, terrible. Like, you won't get a – you might not get a worse quarterback matchup. All season. In the NFL. Nope. Well, you can now because some guys are out. Like, uh, who do we – did we just have Carolina 
Oh, that was with the Giants. So that was not the Jets. So I was thinking Flacco against somebody, but um, Brissett. Uh, was Brissett and who? Flacco. Flacco last week. Oh, it was Flacco okay. and Brissett. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you had, but you did have to your point, Jones Baker. Yeah, but I don't think that's like terrible, terrible. Jones is like middle of the pack at this point. In Mayfield, still you can win. Like he's not in the category of these guys that I'm talking about. You don't think Trubisky is either, but but nobody's sitting here and be like, I can't wait to watch Trubisky play tonight. Look, at, uh, NFL.com has Brissett ranked thirty-one. Are, I mean. <laughs> thirty-one out of thirty-two, and Trubisky twenty-seven out of thirty-two. That is go. a putrid matchup. Twenty-seven, right moving up the rankings. Maybe he'll be a twenty-four next week, and <laughs> the season he'll be in top five. At this pace, he'll be top five in twenty twenty-four. Uh, uh, that game, uh, that game on Prime Video, by the way. That's so, right. Uh, that's where you have to find it. Uh, meanwhile, we have Jaguars All Access coming up tonight on CBS forty-seven, seven o'clock. Ray Sean Jenkins. And uh, Josh Allen here at String Sports Brewery in Springfield. All right, take another time out. When we come back, we put a bow on the show uh, with a United States route on the horizon. And also, coming up at 6 o'clock, it's overtime. Kurtz and Middleton. And then we've got the NFL game, that Brown-Steelers game right here on ESPN 690, as always, on Thursday Night Football. We'll be right back. Brent and Friends on ESPN 690 after this. An update on the President's Cup in just a second on Brandon Friends. But since we're talking golf, why not talk about the UNF Ospreys and the UNF women's golf team starting the season strong? The Badger Invitational, which probably would be a fun trophy to win. I bet they'd get pretty creative with that one. But the UNF women were great in that event, finishing in front of four Big Ten teams. How about it? Rutgers, Iowa, Indiana, all behind the UNF Ospreys. On the men's side and going to tennis, Matt Carroll and Bruno Vettiri winning the men's doubles title at the UCF Fall Challenge to open the season. Moving to soccer, you know I care about that soccer. And Hodges Stadium getting hooked up with that ESPN+. Plus. ESPN+, Plus will have men's and women's soccer for UNF for the first time this season. And that first matchup... Uh, ever on ESPN Plus for soccer and UNF will be September 29th against Kennesaw State. And Brent told you earlier, by the way, Fox 30 tonight, you can watch Aaron Judge, Red Sox-Yankees, but you also might see the boy Frank Ermann, second UNF D1 baseball player to make it to the show. By the way, Frank, happy birthday. Turns out it's his birthday today, turning 25. You might pitch in the game. You might see him on Fox 30. Hopefully he doesn't give up the dinger to uh, Aaron Judge, but Either way, happy birthday to him, and congratulations on being the second D1 men's Osprey baseball player to make it behind Brian Baker, who has been on the show before. So we'll have to get Frank on the show. But nonetheless, if you want more information about UNF tickets, schedules, results, anything you need to know, UNFOspreys.com is your place to go. That is Casey Kurtz with your Swoop Minute. Swoop. Brent Martino, Aaron Schachter, Casey Kurtz on Brent and Friends on ESPN 690. Put the bow on the show here from String Sports Brewery in Springfield. And uh, I, I wonder that, guys, would you do you not want to give up the historic home run? Or are you like, eh, you know what? My name gets mentioned every time. I mean, personally, I would be thrilled to give it up. Like, I, which, I, which ball are we talking about? Yeah, it has to be one of the good ones. Like, if you give up 61. 60, no. Yeah, no, 62. I need to give up 62. 62 is the record. Yeah. Really? Like, 
in a weird way, guys, because it's Judge with the Yankees, I feel like 60 and 61 are massive. Babe and Maris. Like, those numbers are huge in the lore of, of the Yankee franchise and, and of the sport. I mean, 60. I'm not telling you that 62 isn't good either, but I just feel like there's more nostalgia, almost more, more importance with especially 61 and almost tying Maris rather than breaking in a weird way. And that does sound weird, doesn't it? Yeah, a little weird. A little bit. Yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, you know, if you're tied with the babe and something, and you wear the pinstripes. It means something, but not as much as 62 is going to mean to everybody. And again, Babe Ruth was a bit overrated. <laughs> 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 and overweight. Um, the I I don't know, guy. I, I just don't sense 62 is going to mean that much to everybody. It's the American League record. It'll mean something. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. But yeah, I don't. Does Does anybody worry about the American League record of anything? Mm. I mean, you worry about big league record. You don't worry about this. Like, can you give me one other stat that says, yeah, that that's the American League record in it? Probably not. <laughs> mm, I got nothing for you, Brent. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't. I just don't. Uh, it's it's significant. It's probably worth more. So you're telling like the sixty two balls definitely worth like what five times more money? Yes. What what they're forecasting right now is that uh, the sixtieth would go for somewhere around one fifty. I know I told you guys a million dollars the other day. This uh, new article is changing those numbers now. One hundred and fifty grand is the estimation for sixty sixty one at two fifty and sixty two at about five hundred thousand. There you go. That's it, huh? I mean, I don't mean that's it, but I thought it might be a little more. Some folks are saying 500K is a steal. Uh, Steiner Sports, very famous memorabilia guy, uh, does national memorabilia shows. He says 62 could be worth up to two and a half million. And why he does that, by the way, is they're the Yankees guy. Yeah, because he's going to get everything signed and then go make that money. Yeah, he is the Yankees guy because the. But I think I saw. Didn't somebody say he put a bounty on some on the ball for like 550 or something like that? Did you see that, Casey? I didn't, but people be doing that now. That's like a thing. The bounties are like a big thing. Even like in sports cards, people are putting bounties on stuff. So, yeah, I can see it, but yeah. I don't know if I'd take it. Hey, how about the, the stat? This thing is crazy. Some stats you see and you're like, are you serious? And it kind of makes sense if you followed along in the last 13 years. I tweeted this today. I retweeted it. It's from the Action Network. Kansas is currently listed as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Duke. If you're driving, I want you to digest this, okay? Kansas is currently listed as a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Duke. We're talking football. Yeah, I think it's the first time. I was time wondering about that. Right. Kansas. The, first, the first time they've been favored over a Power 5 program. Ever. Over any Power 5 program. <laughs> any. Not like Oklahoma. Any. Since November 7th. Not last year, three years ago, 2009. Insane. 2009. How have they not blown up the Kansas football program before this? I think they have multiple times, haven't they? I mean, that is insane. It's crazy. That's a wild stat. I mean, there are just some things. To be so bad at football and so good at basketball is also pretty crazy. They still got Les Miles? Is he their coach, though? At football? Yes. Good question. Because <laughs> like, he's not at basketball. <laughs> he was there, you're right. Is yeah, he he, was there? Coach. he I, might still be there. That'd be a heck of a build. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should give more credit to what the Jayhawks are doing. And if it's not Les Miles, then maybe we just... Yeah, I don't I don't think he's there right now. Let me go uh, this 
He's not. Why would they fire him? He's going in the right direction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're finally ranked. This coach that's not Les is just in the fruits of the labor that Les gave him. Aaron, it's not just hard to Google. Lance Leopold. Who? Man. Yeah, they changed him up. Hey, but I will say this now. There's a good player from around here on Kansas. He's had a nice career. His name's Kenny Logan. Played at Menendez. And he's, like, I've watched him play for Kansas a bit. And uh, he's he's had a nice career. So uh, there's some some reason to root for the Jayhawks in football. Um, but I just couldn't get over that stat. I was like, holy cow. Uh, Casey. Oh, go ahead. Go I was ahead, just going to bring us back to the judge ball for a second because I found some more uh, numbers on former balls, which is why it's a little more confusing to me because you got these, you know, Bonds and Maguire balls and Sosa balls. I'm just glad you heard it, too, because um, I wasn't going to do it, but I'm glad you did it. I was laughing so Is that a thing? It is like, a has thing. Everybody, anybody ever said that? <laughs> well, like depends what, just make depends what circles history. you hang out in, but... Uh, Obviously, the, uh, the, 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 the Bonds record-breaking home run ball, the, the McGuire one, the Sosa one, those sold for millions. And obviously, they, they have, like, uh, an asterisk by them. Clearly, collectors feel the same way. But uh, who was it? It was Todd McFarlane. And they bought McGuire's 70th home run in 98 for, like, 3 million bucks the week after. You've got to imagine those numbers yeah. go up since 98. I can't believe like, He overpaid then, obviously, but... I, Comes I gotta with imagine. a needle. Yeah, I got to imagine the Judge 62 is going to go for more than a couple of million. In other news, this is the only show that definitely in this city, or at least probably around the globe, that uh, in one week got a reference for ball placement and famous balls. That's what we do here. <laughs> We're just real different. Well, another famous oh. ball was Bond 71st when he broke the record in 2001. Uh, but they're having a hard time tracking down that number. 73 was sold for 517. So way off the 3 million mark. Uh, the uh, I want to end this. We'll see what happens with that before we get out of here. President's Cup. It's going to be a route, right, Casey? I mean, easy USA win. Yeah, yeah, it it is. It's going to be already up three nothing. It's three nothing. Uh, we got you got a match tied, and you have the uh, international team leading right now, uh, trying to hold on to that one. But yeah, the U.S. is just more talented. Uh, the the live golf rules not allowing these guys or I, you know it's not the live golf rules but does, the live golfers not being able to play in this kills them because of Cameron Smith and Abraham Anson. Does the President's yeah. Cup stuff make you want to see live golf versus PGA in a tournament style even more or no? Yeah, because no, it'd be more competitive. Yeah, I don't want to see that yet. Not for sure. Uh, Brent's for still sure. hurting. US, well, U.S. will route this but I love the Ryder Cup. I almost forgot that the President's Cup was happening. But now I'll watch it. I like watching the competitive golf. All right, we've got overtime with Kurtz and Middleton coming up next right at 6 o'clock and then right into the NFL on Thursday night. We've got the Browns and the Steelers on ESPN 690. That'll do it from String Sports Brewery here in Springfield. Jaguars All Access tonight on CBS 47. Josh Allen, Rayshon Jenkins. Hope you can be there. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, <laughs> oh,